Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hope Is Here podcast. My name is Gabe Schumacher, and this is episode three, where we are just going to be diving into Jesus. We're going to be talking about him. We're going to be talking about covenant. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, and we're just going to be talking about what is available to me and what is available to you and all of the goodness in it. So starting in the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, um, let's say Gabe Schumacher was living thousands of years ago. So if I broke the moral law of God, if I broke one of the Ten Commandments, I would have to go through a whole big process uh, in order to be redeemed from that sin, in order to be made right with God again. Now, I don't know that whole process. Um, I know some of it, but really, I don't know a lot of it. <laughs> All I know is that it seems like it's more work to be redeemed from the sin than to, it sounds almost not even worth it to have a relationship with God. Um, <laughs> but... So that's what it was like in the Old Testament. It was just a hassle to be made right with God. But uh, then Jesus came to earth. He was reincarnated as a man. He was not, he was born, but it wasn't like the start of Jesus. But um, it was just God becoming man. Now we're still in the Old Testament here. We're in the Old Testament until um, a little later where the Holy Spirit, where Jesus ascends and the Holy Spirit comes down and fills people on the day of Pentecost. That's when we enter into the New Testament. But still while Jesus is on this earth, while he's performing miracles, sharing the good news, sharing the gospel, that's still the old covenant. That's still the Old Testament. Now now we get to Acts 2, where the Holy Spirit comes down, Jesus ascends, and fills people with tongues of fire on the day of Pentecost. People are speaking in tongues. People think they're drunk. I mean, people are looking at everyone... Yeah, well, here, we can just read. We can just read Acts 2. Um, it's better read than described. Um, hold on. Okay, sorry. I'm just grabbing my other Bible. Um, okay. Now, if we turn to Acts 2, we are going to read about... The Holy Spirit, if I can ever get there. Okay. So Acts 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygria and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues and wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said they are full of new wine or saying that they're drunk. 
But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old, your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapor and smoke. The sun shall t- be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now that was just reading to verse 21. There's still about half a chapter left. But that was a ton of information that we could dive into, but we're not going to as of tonight. That's for another episode. What I want to focus on is verse 21, where it says, And it shall come to pass that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I know it's easy to think, um, man, I mean, God would never love me because of what I've done. God will never love me. He won't help me. Who am I that he'll help me? You know, what I think is so interesting is that when he looks upon you, he looks upon you with love. He looks upon you with eyes that say, I love you. Eyes that say, you've been redeemed from your sin. Eyes that say, you have been made worthy. You know, because honestly, yeah, who am I that God would love me? Who am I that God would help me? I am nobody. I'm not, I'm nothing spectacular. The only reason that I'm spectacular, the only reason that I'm able to do good is because of Jesus living on the inside of me. Now, I want to tell you guys that it says in Luke 137, um, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then I want to bring it back to verse 21, where it says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, he will answer them. Whoever you are, wherever you are, and I know I've said this before, but it's really important that I say this, is that whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, no matter where you are, what place you are, um, no matter what, if you call upon the name of the Lord, if you're at the end of your wits, if you need help, he will help you. He sent his Holy Spirit, like we just read in Acts 2. He sent his Holy Spirit to comfort you, to help you, to guide you, you know, in that situation that is really tough. You know, and I've been in tough situations before, and I definitely know you have. Everybody has been. Everybody goes through tough times. Everybody goes through trials and tribulations. That's just part of life sometimes. But, you know, we don't have to go through that alone. And not only do we just have to go through it, but we can win. You know, we can dominate. We can come out better. We can, uh, Romans 8 says that we are more than conquerors. We come out of the battle stronger than we were when we went in. And all of that is because God is with you. You know, I was just talking about covenant. Well, now that we're in that new covenant, we've been in that new covenant. And it says in Psalms 89, verse 34, I believe, it says, My covenant I will not break nor alter any word that comes out of my mouth. God has said that he will never leave you. God has said that he will never forsake you. And he says that nothing will be impossible with him. So wherever you are, he's got you. You know, um... A long time ago, I remember talking to God about a certain situation. Um, I was I was younger, but I don't even remember what the situation was. But I remember God looking at me and telling me, Gabe, I've got you. You know, I've got you in the palm of my hand. 
uh, I just love Acts 2.21 where it says, like I just read, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, God will answer them. You, you don't have to be a certain social status. You don't have to be a certain type of person. You don't have to be at a certain place. You just have to be a person. Um, and God is there for you. He'll lift you up. He'll bring you above. It says in Deuteronomy that we are the head, not the tail. We are above only and never beneath. Because God is a champion. God is a winner. It's impossible for God to lose. And if it's impossible for God to lose and God is in you, then you have that same power. It says in uh, Romans eight eleven that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is alive and active in you. Now, if you have that same power, then nothing is impossible for you. If you have that same power, then you have the ability to win all the time, not just sometimes, but all the time, because God loves you. You know, it says that his thoughts towards you are more than all the sands on the seashores. You know, I think that's awesome because you take a handful of sand and who knows how many grains of sand are inside that handful. But that's his thoughts towards you all the time. He's always thinking about you. He's always thinking about you conquering and thinking about you winning. You know, God doesn't see you as little. He doesn't see you as this little human being on this earth. He sees you as a person with power because you have a power of the Holy Spirit. You have the power of God inside you. Um, so I just want to let you guys know to close out this devotional. Oh my goodness. This podcast, this podcast is not a devotional. This is a podcast episode, actually. Um, <laughs> I just want to let you guys know to close out this podcast that God is with you and that you don't have to be at a certain place in your life to call upon him. He'll help you wherever you are. So yeah, with that, um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whether it's nighttime or, or daytime, wh- whenever you may be listening to this. I hope you have a wonderful rest of it. But yeah, so have a great night and we will talk to you guys on the next devotional. Uh, thank you very much and spread this with your friends, spread, spread it with your family. Um, and follow my Hope Is Here Instagram where I have devotionals and you will see different updates and things of that nature. So anyways, thank you and have a great night.